You're listening to the Worship Hearts Podcast, presented by Louder Than Stones. Hello and welcome to the Worship Hearts Podcast, the collision of spiritual growth, effective leadership, and practical application for worship pastors and lay leaders. It's a conversation about the fun, the facts, and the fear of leading worship, where every week we dive into the practical and spiritual joys and struggles of leading worship in a world of worshipers. Hello and welcome to another Worship Arts podcast episode. Thank you so much for being with us this evening. Dad, thanks for not leaving me out all by my lonesome to do another episode. Uh, thankfully, we, another one. Well, Wait. Uh, Wait. I, yeah, I, I mean, like to do an episode and an, another episode of the podcast, but to do it by myself, not that I've already done one by myself. Okay. That's, that sounds yeah. a little better. No, I no. was just, I'm just a little late cause I had to get my coffee. So. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. Had, had, had to get your, had to get your coffee. Uh, feel better. Uh, a little bit. I'm okay. only about halfway done with that. So I'll be all right. <laughs> uh, decaf. I assume it's late. No. Oh, got the hot stuff in there. No. Regular only. Yeah, yeah. Well, this week we wanted to uh, talk about something that uh, I I mentioned uh, over the weekend. I We actually got to see each other face-to-face in person without a screen in between us over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, the Ready Weekend number two. Uh, is in the books. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It went well. I got to go to this one. I wasn't sick, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, and we uh, we had it at uh, at Noel's church at uh, well, not her church, but the church that she's at as the worship pastor. Yes, uh, Western yeah. Oaks, uh, the fellowship at Western Oaks. That's it. I got to get all the names. Hey, church in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Make sure you get all that right. So. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, no, it was good. We had had pretty good turnout and uh, and had some fun discussion and um, had some great discussion. So it uh, it turned out very well. I, I enjoyed and, it. And as usual, didn't get to spend as much time on the songwriting portion as I would like, but oh, right, it so much fun. So it was much. it was good. So, um, but uh, I, I mentioned over the weekend uh, we were we were sitting around having dinner one night and uh, and I mentioned that. Hey, I've got an idea for a podcast episode, auto tune. And you kind of looked at me funny and thought, "Yeah, okay, we could do that." Uh, my radio does it great. Yeah, <laughs> you just push the button; it tunes right. It just tunes, automatically tunes, tunes right. To uh, whatever, yeah, auto scan yeah. or seek or what, yeah, no. that's that's not quite the auto tune I'm referring to. Uh, okay, no, um, and and. Let me be a little more specific because I have personally used auto tune. I mean, I I have had auto tune used on me. I guess would be the better way of saying it, uh, <laughs> okay. if there's a better way of saying it. Um, but it was for the sake of a recording. We were we were laying down vocal tracks for um, one of the Through the Roof albums and went in and tweaked a few of the little spots that I got a little 
uh, a little pitchy and, and a little pitchy. Yeah, yeah, got it, got a got it dialed in that way. So it isn't that I'm I'm against auto tune necessarily. Uh, I just to me it takes some of the genuine out of it when you're using auto tune. And some people will accuse me of being anti K church, but when you use auto tune in worship, uh, as live worship, uh-huh. um, we know that there has been this huge shift to many churches going online, uh, over the past two years and a lot more, a lot, a lot, a lot more churches are doing online services, yes. uh, or at the very least they are broadcasting uh, and or recording and uploading later their services um, right. to the interwebs. Um, and, uh, and, and I have noticed that with some of the churches that had already, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to refrain from calling any names. There is one church in particular that I have noticed it, but I'm sure that there are others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, the authenticity I think is the, is a, a word that can be used in the process of uh, worship uh, when it comes to live worship. Yeah, uh, and when you're, and even when you comes to the the production of live worship, um, how much of that is um, what would it's it's just it's a it's a tough one to to explain. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna ask what listeners we have, yeah, uh, what audience we have, um, the pros and cons of what you think ought to take place, um, and uh, give us give us your thoughts on using autocorrect live autocorrect versus it being in post production elements. Or even in uh, in just a simple recording element. Um, so, because there's a, there's a lot of live videos that are done um, in worship settings, but then they have gone back because because most of the most of the big recording capable uh, churches and and settings. Um, they're they're all digitized and so in that yeah. process they already know the tempo they already know the click tracks they already know and so they they are singing and presenting their live worship in the same <laughs> melody in the same clock in the same digitalization uh, as what they would do the recording itself. And so it's it makes it a whole lot easier for them to quantify it in the aspect of hooking them together and making them work uh, for a later production of a live worship video. Yeah, and I guess, and, and I don't know if we can quite lump this in together, but, uh, but tracks and um, uh, things like Ableton mm-hmm. that, that can layer in these additional right. instruments and additional, you know, right. uh, but also the structure and, and the confines that that creates too within worship right? Uh, creates its own beast. But uh, yeah, it just in particular with 
with the auto-tune, like I'm, I'm all about, and we've said before on the podcast, we said it over the weekend, uh, I'm all about eliminating distractions. Yes. Right? There's an opportunity to eliminate those, to, to eliminate a distraction, then, you know, let's, let's feasibly do that. Um, mm-hmm. but this, this seems like, and, and I guess by that, I mean, yes, someone singing off key could be a distraction and it could be a big distraction. But if, if you're at one of these mega churches, um, you've been hired because you can sing well. (laughs) (laughs) Typically speaking. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is that is the goal. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, so then to layer in the the auto tune and and to have that, you know, sometimes it's it's almost unnoticeable. But there have been times when I'll uh, you know watching a YouTube video of live worship, and maybe maybe that's a part of the issue is it it, it is a live recording kind of a thing, but. Yeah. Uh, but I can hear that 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 edge to their singing. It, it just it's an extra sharp drop between uh, the the vocal tones and um, and it, it to me that can be as much a distraction as someone singing off key. <laughs> and it can be the I think the real uh, well. <clears throat> Part of part of the problem is uh, Matthew is you've been gifted with uh, an incredible ear for production uh, of music and video and uh, and capabilities of being out. so you hear those things yeah um, uh, to the to the regular person uh, those those elements are are not a distraction. They're not even noticed. Yeah. Um, I had a, uh, an acquaintance of mine who wrote an incredible piece for Easter several years back uh, called The Passion. Uh, Sean Carter wrote this piece and, oh man, just an incredible piece of music and, and composition. Um, but I also got to get on his, uh, his website and look at a couple of other videos that he himself had videoed and he videoed him with uh, one of the, at the time, one of the latest cell phones. Yeah. Uh, and then he w- <clears throat> did his video work and went back in and he ran the tracks over and he, did, um, and, and he was doing video with him singing these songs uh, and folding them and laying them. And I, I was watching this thing and I thought, man, how do you do that? And, and his, the simple answer was, the eye catches things differently than the ear. Yeah. Um, and so, so much of that, even in video and audio production, the, the regular person, not to be offensive in any way, but the regular person doesn't hear or see all of those details. Yeah. Um, and so, so maybe, maybe it is just a me thing. Maybe it, it's not noticeable to most people and, and, uh, and I'm being nitpicky about these productions, I guess, but it, it's still, I don't know. It, it it seems, um, not genuine. 
to an extent. <laughs> yeah. I, I think the 25 cent word you're looking for is disingenuous. Uh, yeah. And, and so that's where a lot of this is. And, and uh, that goes along with the authenticity of it. And, and so uh, I think it really has a lot to do more with what is the purpose of the video? Yeah. What is, what is the purpose of the worship? What is the purpose of, I mean, in your worship setting, um, is what you are doing and this, now we're really going to, you know, get, um, I don't want to say necessarily controversial, but we're going to get to some brass tacks here. Um, uh, who is your audience? Yeah. Um, and if you are saying to yourself, my opinion, based upon years of experience and based upon years of, of ministry and, and biblical um, uh, and theological study, um, my opinion is God is our audience. Yeah. And, and we get to have the opportunity to bring as many other people along with us in our worship as we yeah. possibly can. So if I am using the platform of worship as a platform of performance, uh, then um, this is a this is going to be a, a fifty cent word. <laughs> then this this idea of hamartia, which is missing the mark, has become very evident and very real in what yeah. you're doing. So if, if your video, what you're doing is in your live worship set is more about the production of your live worship, then you've missed the mark, I believe. Yeah. Well, and uh, there, there have been some who have argued that um, can you really claim that you've gone to church by watching church on a TV? You know, are you, are you a part of that community if all you're doing is watching that community on a screen. Um, you know, there, there are, uh, several mega churches that, uh, that, you know, whether it's multi-site or what have you, that is their calling card. That's their, um, that's their business plan for lack of a better term, uh, right. where right. they have one pastor, who is simulcast to multiple campuses, but also simulcast on uh, the internet on on a live feed for the world? And right. we're talking about tens of thousands, and a lot of times, a hundreds of thousands of people right. that are watching that. Um, and in a lot of cases, they claim to be the church claims those people, but also those people claim to be a part of that church. Um, how are you getting involved in that community uh, if if the extent of your involvement is, or, or how can you claim to be a part of that community if the extent of your involvement is watching a service online every week? Mm. And that's a, that's a great point. And, uh, uh, and, and, and to some extent we're kind of veering off the initial uh, yeah. subject of our, of our conversation. And we could spend, uh, you know, a whole nother episode on this particular element, but, um, but I do believe that that you can uh, identify 
at least a, some sort of a connection with a, a body uh, or an organization, a group uh, in some in some way uh, by uh, being a part of their video outreach, their audio outreach. Um, uh, I, I certainly am not one to say, no, oh, no, God, God can't say that you're a part of this, you know, because you didn't, you know, uh, boy, you can go back into some other theological roots and, you know, uh, because you weren't baptized, you ain't a Christian, you know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, you can really get into a slippery slope in some of those things, or if, you know, if you, you just didn't, you know, join the church and so you don't, you're not a member and so you can't go to heaven and, you know, there's just a lot of things like that that can get really, really sticky and slippery all at the same time when in in the reality of it is um, radio preachers have been around for a long time. Yeah. And the good news of the gospel has been broadcast around the world to almost every square inch of the world. Yeah. Uh, via a radio, and and that may be the only opportunity for some to hear the gospel. So there there has to be, at least on my part, I mean, I'm going to say, okay, yeah, you can claim that. Yes, you could be a part of that. Yes, you know, and, and by all means, be as much of an active part of that as you possibly can via radio, internet, or you know, video or whatever it is, however you can stream it, however you can get it into the, the faces of the people that you're living with and loving on, uh, by all means, let them hear and see the gospel of Christ. Um, I think we have a, a big enough God who can, uh, who can sort all that out and, uh, yeah. and who can, you know, even in this, this conversation of the, the, the word, the disingenuousness of uh, a live worship recording. Um, it, you know, um, it is, it, I think the real question there becomes, are the participants who are involved in that um, disingenuine? You know, uh, mm. are, are, are they the ones that are, not really presenting themselves as authentic. And, and again, that is a, that's a question that only God can answer. Right. Uh, and only they can answer in that process. Uh, right. So, right. so a lot of that, you know, I, I mean, I can, I can be accused of the same thing uh, saying, you know, uh, there are some, there are some gateway drugs that you just shouldn't be involved in. Right. But, but coffee is not one of, them. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's, there's things like that, that, you know, caffeine does it. Yeah. Well, I've been doing this for 50 years. No, it doesn't affect me. You know, uh, believe me when my head hits the pillow tonight, I'll be out. You yeah. Know? yeah. Uh, so there's, the, there's some things like that, that we can get nitpicky on, but I, I don't, um, for me, uh, I really like uh, even the bumps and bruises and scratches and dents and dings of uh, of 
an imperfect worship set and an imperfect worship setting. Yeah. Uh, because I know that, that, that people are people. Um, and, and it may just simply be because I, I flubbed it up yesterday morning, you know, uh, or I flubbed it up on Wednesday night practice, or I've, you know, I just really messed it all sideways and backwards and started in the wrong key and gave the musicians the wrong, you know, music or whatever, you know, yeah. I, you know, to me, that's a part of the genuine and the authenticity of a, of a group getting together to worship God and trying to lead others into the same presence of God that they're in. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Makes sense. Um, and, and yeah. You know, if you're involved in something like that, by all means, you know, the purpose of it is to get the gospel out. Well, uh, sure. Absolutely. The very, the very least, the very least is to, is to present the gospel through, uh, I think I might have shared this several weeks back um, in the aspect. I had somebody ask me the year I was being ordained, that, you know, you know, well, I'm a youth pastor. Well, they asked me if I ever thought about preaching. Yes, that's, that's what I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I was also a worship pastor. And well, have you thought about preaching? Yes, that's, that's what I do. I just use music to do it. Right. You know? Right. That's that's the avenue in which I present the gospel. And and here again, this is the avenue. And and if you have the capabilities, you know, um, do it in a real setting, do it with real people, present it with, you know, with real issues and uh, and and come across, you know, as a real person, as a real setting, as, a, you know. Um, if you want to do a, ra uh, a radio recording or if you're trying to do a, a book and have all of the pieces manuscripted, you know, there's a place for all of that perfecting. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, sometimes I just think that um, we can get a little too, and again, distracted by the details of what we want to present that we, that we do. We really come off as disingenuous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then <laughs> I don't want to rabbit trail this too much, but, but there are, um, I know, uh, country albums are the ones that come to mind initially, but <laughs> albums, uh, that the, the, the recording is done in a concert space or a, a, an intimate live venue and, you know, uh, well, live at the Apollo or live at such and such bar and grill at, you know, some famous right. spot right. that everybody sings at in Nashville or something, you know, and they do a recording there because they want to capture that environment, that ambiance, that yeah, exactly that particular echo bounce and the extra noises of the glasses clinking and stuff like that. Like, and, and, and the multiplicity of voices. You know? Yeah. 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 Uh, but, even to that extent, the genuineness of where you're located, the, of the environment that you're in, right? right. It's different than right. being in a studio that's, 
you know, insulated from the ground. So the vehicles outside don't vibrate the microphones and <laughs> like, it's ridiculous what they do with studios these days, but yes. Uh, yes. it's not meant to be a perfect sound. It's meant to be a, a, a genuine, authentic environmental sound kind of a right. thing. Right. Um, and they, and they sell the mess out of those albums. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, and that was several years back uh, when when we still lived in in Tyler. That was invited to uh, be a part of a choir in a live recording. Yeah, for an album uh, of a of a great man of God, great musician of God, and uh, and I I was I mean I was honored to be asked, and it was a it was a great privilege to be able to go and enjoy that. Um, but you know we and I think I was um, I think we sang three songs over and over and over <laughs> you know um, and, and again not to uh, not downplaying any any aspect of it it just simply was we, we they were trying to get that hundred voice 200 voice, choir sound as a live recording sound out of this room yeah um and and it was awesome to be a part of that because even even it as it was being done in a recording studio um wow you could still feel the the, the presence of god being oozed out of the vocals and out of the people that were involved in that so um it was a real it was really really a lot of fun and uh and and i do I, i'm grateful for the opportunity to have been able to do that so yeah um so hmm. i don't know maybe we haven't come to any kind of conclusion this week at all with this conversation uh maybe things bother me a little less after talking through it some but uh probably I, I, not uh, yeah probably <laughs> not probably not but You'll you'll still hear those little things on the radio too. They just kind of go, "Listen to this." You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the three other people in the car with me are going, "What are you talking about?" Yeah. No, this spot right here. Listen, listen. This one, it's the extra hi hat. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's it not anywhere it else in the recording. There's it's... three minutes and twenty eight seconds on this, and it happens once. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess having an ear for those kinds of things is a blessing and a curse. <laughs> yes. Yes, uh, it is. Yes, it is. So. Well, my, I, I do remember I used to pick out, um, it, it, because everything is so digitized these days, uh, it's a lot less common, but in the initial switch over from analog to digital, they were still figuring a lot of those things out. Mm. And every once in a while you could catch uh, some different songs that would have, I mean, talking like fractions of a BPM, it would be off. And, yes. and if you're really paying attention, you could catch them. But yes. Uh, and, and a couple of those that I would say, dad, listen to this <laughs> or mom, listen to this. Look, it's off. Yep. See, did you hear it? Yep. Yep. Yeah. No, Matthew, I didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, anyway, well, um, 
We would love to hear from you, our listeners and our viewers. Uh, what do you think about the whole auto tune in worship? Uh, what do you think about the worship production elements? Mm, yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the live recording as they're called, uh, when, like you said, dad, they're doing the same thing over and over and over and over again, trying to get it to sound as good as it possibly can as a live recording. Um, you know, how, how does that, how does that come across to you? Um, Leave us a comment below uh, or shoot us a message. You can uh, email us at messageworshiphearts at gmail.com. And uh, if you have any suggestions for uh, what you'd love to hear our opinions about or hear some discussion from us about, you can also send us an email there as well, uh, messageworshiphearts at gmail.com. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I... no, now, no I, answers I would, this evening. <laughs> no answers, but but I, I will say this here here uh, is I do not doubt ever the sincerity and the genuosity or genuineness of the or the authenticity of the participants in a live recording setting. Sure. So sure. Uh, I mean, I'm I, I think of several YouTube videos that are that are hanging on out there right now that are just some incredible, incredibly moving, spiritually yeah. moving pieces that have that have been produced uh, and and publicated with great videography and cinematography and audiology with all of those things, um, and so. I'm sure it took them several takes to get all of the video shots that they wanted and all of that stuff. And so yeah. uh, with all of that and, and all of the, the issues that are being done, I do not ever doubt the genuineness of the participants in those types of settings. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, but uh, eh, not even going to say that uh, it's just, that's, that's what it happens. And, so I, I don't doubt their sincerity. So, yeah, fun stuff. Well, thank you for indulging me this evening with our uh, our random uh, discussion topic. Absolutely. And thank you all for listening and viewing and, and watching this week. Uh, like I said, if you if you want to jump in on this discussion, leave us a comment. And uh, until next time, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye now.